Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Wild Manifestations podcast. My name is Heather Ione. I am a spiritual life coach, a manifestation teacher, and a Reiki practitioner. And in this podcast, we talk all about manifestation and the law of attraction and how we can manifest more in our lives, how we can actually use the law of attraction successfully, right? How we can overcome the self-sabotage, the mindset blocks, the limiting beliefs, and shift ourselves into alignment so that we can actually have success with the law of attraction. We can actually manifest the life that we want. We can actually, you know, manifest that abundance and that overflow and that lifestyle that is soul aligned, right? So that we can finally turn the law of attraction into something that we just saw on the secret or read about in a blog and actually turn it into something that works for us, right? So we dive into the law of attraction on this podcast. And I also bring on different uh, healers and coaches to share their stories with manifestation, to dive into their areas of expertise. We share their wild manifestation stories. We talk about, you know, how we can raise our energetic vibration and all of that kind of stuff so that we can build the life that we want, right? And in today's podcast episode, I am specifically talking about manifesting wealth, money, material possessions, designer labels, things like that. And specifically, we're diving into why is it that we struggle so much with it? Why is it that we have such a hard time when it comes to manifesting things related to financial wealth and abundance, right? Because I can't tell you how many people I have met that believe in the law of attraction, that have had so much success with the law of attraction, but when it comes to manifesting money and wealth, it just doesn't work, right? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that manifesting money really tends to trip people up? So I'm talking about why that is, why we struggle so much with manifesting money and how we can shift our mindset a little bit, right? And I'm also going to be sharing a very personal story of something that I have manifested as of yesterday, something I'm very excited about, something I'm very proud about. And I just wanted to share a little disclaimer before we get into this episode. This episode is clearly all about financial wealth. It's going to be talking about designer labels and stuff like that. It's going to be talking about people that have a lot of money, right? So if you are someone that looks at somebody who has something nice, who views somebody who owns designer labels as being bad and evil, if money and nice things really triggers you and makes you jealous, right? If it triggers anger and stuff like that, if you have an aversion to financial wealth, if you think less of people who have money or think that they're bad or evil and stuff like that, if you have those beliefs going on right now, This episode is probably not going to be for you, right? This episode is probably going to trigger you. And honestly, if you want to learn how to use the law of attraction successfully, then you'll listen to it and you'll apply it, right? 
and you will have more success if you actually apply what I'm talking about. But if you are not ready for this information, and I don't think everyone who finds this episode will most likely be ready for it, then it's probably going to trigger you. It's probably going to make you upset, right? So if that's where we're coming into this podcast, if we're not ready for it, right, you can totally stop this podcast right here (laughs) and you and I can both go on with our lives and be totally cool and be fine, right? Um, But I don't want to get a lot of hate for talking about money. I don't want to get a lot of hate for talking about designer items, material possessions and stuff like that because as I talked about before on the podcast, you can be spiritual and be wealthy. You can be spiritual and have material possessions, right? There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. A truly spiritual person is actually in alignment with financial wealth. So they would actually manifest more of it, right? You are not more spiritual for hating designer things and, you know, keeping yourself poor just because you feel like you're supposed to, right? So I did just want to share that disclaimer real quick before we dive into all of the lessons and stuff that I learned and want to share with you. And I also just wanted to share that I am someone who has made every single mistake when it comes to manifestation. And that is why I have this podcast. (laughs) That is why I'm a coach. That is why I create manifestation meditations. That's why I create the eBooks. That's why I show up and talk about manifestation and teach you because I love the law of attraction. I love manifestation and I have made every fucking mistake you can possibly imagine when it comes to manifestation. I struggled so much with it as much as I love it that through doing that, I've learned what you are supposed to do to manifest and I've learned what you're not supposed to do. And I basically view that as I learned all of the lessons so that you don't have to and you can skip those steps, right? So that you can jump ahead and start manifesting what you actually want because that doesn't happen for me, right? I struggle with manifestation. I learn the tricky lessons. I learn how to apply it. I learn how to bring myself back into alignment as difficult as it is sometimes. And I take that knowledge and I create these resources for you to help you, right? And this podcast episode is based off of mistakes that I have made very recently and something that I have learned in trying to manifest something my entire life, basically. So I'm sharing those mistakes with you today, and I'm also sharing a very personal story, something I'm very excited about that I have just manifested as of yesterday. So here is what I want to talk about. Why do people struggle so much with manifesting wealth and material possessions? And I have a couple reasons why and a couple lessons that we have to learn in order to move forward.
you think that money and nicer things are bad, if you think that rich people are evil or shallow or materialistic or greedy, right? If you think any of those things, which a lot of people do because it's just, it's triggered because of jealousy, right? If you are feeling any of those things, you are not in alignment with what you want to manifest. And that might seem like it should be obvious, but it's not, right? So many people just want to manifest more. They just want to win the lottery, right? They just want to come into money. They just want to have that life that they want for themselves. But when they see someone else doing it, when they see someone else buying the things that they want to buy and living the life that they want to live, they get angry. They get upset. And they project all of their own stuff onto the people that they see, right? That's why, you know, people that have a lot of money, (laughs) if you've noticed that are like vocal about it on social media and show off the material possessions that they have, they get a lot of hate. A lot of people project their garbage onto them because they are upset seeing those symbols of wealth. It's very, very triggering, right? So let's say you want to manifest multiple six figures. Let's say you want to manifest a million dollars or the lottery. Those are really common ones people try to go for, right? Or let's say you want to manifest a designer item. If you think at all that people that have those things are bad or you look down on people that have those things, you are sending the exact opposite signal of what you need to be doing in order to manifest. Because you have to be grateful for the thing that you want to manifest. You know, if you're familiar with the law of attraction at all, if you're familiar with the secret, a lot of people were introduced to it through the documentary, The Secret, then you know that gratitude is a huge topic that people bring up in manifestation. You have to be in this frequency of joy, of happiness, of gratitude for something in order to pull it into your experience. But if you're looking at someone who has those things and you're feeling anger, hatred, uh, greed, jealousy, things like that, if you're feeling any of that, those are low vibration, dense emotions. And now you are connecting those emotions to the thing that you want to manifest, right? So let's say you see someone that has the car, the BMW that you want to manifest, right? That's your dream car. You want that so bad. You see that person step out of their car. They're dressed really nice. You can tell this person has a lot of money. If you get triggered and you feel negative emotions at all towards that person, you are not in alignment with that. And you are not going to manifest that. And people wonder why they can't manifest something and they get so frustrated and they get so angry, right? But you can't feel those things and tie them to the thing that you want. It doesn't work that way. In fact, if you do want to manifest something, you actually have to start seeing that thing wherever you go And feeling emotions of happiness and hope and excitement, right? You can't look at a woman who has something that you want and feel angry or jealous or bitter or negative towards them. You want to be 
in alignment so that you look at that person and you feel hope and possibility and excitement and gratitude. You want to connect those emotions with the thing that you want, right? And that is not what I was doing. The thing that I wanted to manifest for a long time, ever since I was like five or six, was a Louis Vuitton handbag. And I am not someone that's like super obsessed with like designer things. I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, I need the Gucci belt. I need a BMW. I need a Chanel. And you know what I mean? Like some people are just really in love with designer labels and like they want the Louboutins and stuff like that. And I've never necessarily been that person. But when it came to Louis Vuitton, I have always loved that brand. Ever since I was a little girl and I first saw it, I was just mesmerized by it. I thought it was just beautiful. I wanted it so badly. And this has been something that I have been trying to manifest my entire life, right? And it wasn't working. (laughs) And as of yesterday, I have finally manifested that Louis Vuitton. But I was not connecting the right emotions with this thing that I wanted to call in. I thought they were gorgeous. I loved it. I wanted it so badly. I've had it on so many vision boards, right? But the thing is, and there's a long backstory to this, where basically a member of my family has this aversion to Louis Vuitton and has connected that brand with, um, it basically has become the symbol to them for greed and shallowness and materialism and um, like evilness and just like everything that is wrong with just like capitalism and stuff like that. This one person in my family has sort of connected all of these bad qualities and examples of how they have seen greed and money make the worst of people and they've sort of associated with it with this brand specifically, which I'm not going to dive into. But because of that, several of my family members, as I was growing up, would always talk so much shit about Louis Vuitton. And they looked down on it. And they saw the women that owned them as like being less than. They thought they were shallow. They thought they were materialistic. They just thought it was like disgusting. Like it was this gross thing. Um, Like someone should be ashamed to have something like that, right? And so I learned to associate that brand as much as I loved these bags. I learned to associate it with all of that where like I loved the bags, but when I saw a woman who had them, I just immediately felt like they're a bad person because I was so programmed to believe this after hundreds, if not thousands of comments from my family when I was growing up, right? So because of that, I was connecting and associating all of this baggage and negative emotions and stuff like that to this thing that I wanted. And on top of that, I also wanted it so badly and I was struggling to manifest it. I was struggling to bring it into my life that then eventually I became jealous. And then I became like almost like a, I hate this saying, like a green-eyed monster, you know, where when I would see other women have it, 
it would just like make me mad. It would just piss me off. It would make me upset. Like, why can't I have that? You know? And I would get frustrated and then I would get angry at like the universe or something. Like, why haven't I been able to call this in? Right. So, as much as I wanted this thing and as much as I would see it on vision boards and stuff like that, I couldn't for the life of me manifest it because I was attaching so much stuff to the bag, right? I was attaching all of these opinions related to money and what this person had done and what this person had said to this thing that I wanted to call in. So the frequency that I was admitting whenever I was thinking about it, it was just completely out of alignment. And when you do that, when you have any of those feelings, you are literally pushing it away from you, right? You're repelling it because you are associating all of these dense low vibrational emotions. And that's not the frequency that helps you manifest the things that you want in life. That's not the frequency that you need to be in. If you want to manifest money, if you want to manifest happiness and healthy relationships and stuff like that, you have to be in a high frequency in order to manifest, right? And a lot of people do. A lot of people project their jealousy and angry or upset over their financial situation on people that have money. So this is a really big block for you. So if you're listening to this, I want you to think about, you know, what is something that you really want to manifest that is triggering you? What is something that you want to manifest? What are the emotions that come up for you when you are thinking about this, when you see it, when you're out in public, right? Because if you are having these negative emotions, you got to get to the bottom of it. You have to turn it around or else you're just going to stay stuck. You cannot look at people that have something, that have wealth, that have a designer label, that have something that you want and think less than them. You cannot think that you know money is evil. You can't think that it's wrong. You can't think like, oh, that person is shallow, stuff like that because you're shitting on the thing that you want to manifest, right? So we have to look really closely at how you are viewing money, at how you are viewing wealth, at how you are viewing rich people specifically, and get to the bottom of how you're feeling there. You got to look real closely at it. Because if you are someone that has any negative feelings towards those things that I just said, you are completely cutting off your ability to manifest. You're not in alignment. And it doesn't matter how many times you put that thing or that amount of money on your vision board. It's just not going to work. We have to change our energetic frequency, right? So that's a big mistake that people make. People who own G-Wagons are bad, right? People that own Chanel or Louboutins are selfish and shallow and self-centered and only care about their appearance, right? If you have any ideas like that, you will not be able to call in more. So the second mistake that people are making when it comes to manifesting wealth and all of this kind of stuff, right, is that we feel shame and guilt or negative emotions for wanting that thing you feel bad for even wanting it, right? And that is how I felt. My whole life, I wanted to manifest a Louis Vuitton bag. I loved them so much. I thought they were gorgeous, right? But 
when I would hear what my family would say about it, when I would, you know, see it around and then I would catch myself like looking down on someone who had it, right? I would then feel shame for even wanting it. That like there's no way I should want that thing. And a lot of people in the spiritual community, I think, can relate to this because people have projected this limiting belief that you cannot be spiritual and make money. You cannot be spiritual and like expensive things. You cannot be spiritual and care about your appearance. And that is just not true. (laughs) You can. Of course you can, right? So if you feel shame and guilt for wanting something, if you feel ridiculous for wanting that, right? And feel like, oh, why am I thinking about this? Why am I visualizing this? This is so ridiculous. I shouldn't want this. I should be content, whatever it is, right? You're also not going to be able to manifest because you feel shame and guilt and you're associating it with that thing that you want. So it works the same way. I felt very bad for wanting this thing. And throughout my life, I would go through like weeks where I felt like I don't even want it. I'm never going to own one of those things because I felt like that's wrong. I shouldn't want that. There's better ways to spend my money. Like think of what that can go towards. Like think about how much that could help out a small business or a charity or someone in need. You know, like I would drive around if I saw someone who was homeless. I'm like, how, how dare I even think about wanting something designer when there are people that don't even have a place to stay, right? So I just felt like so guilty and shameful and gross and disgusting for wanting this thing sometimes. So in order to manifest, we have to get over that. You have to accept the fact that, hey, it's totally okay to have money. There's nothing wrong with this. You have to let go of the feeling that money is bad, money is evil, money is gross, right? That people who have it are not good people. You have to let go of the programming throughout your life that have told that has told you that this is a shameful, disgusting thing. I shouldn't want this, right? You have to let go of all of that. And you have to accept that you want something, and be okay with it, right? It's okay to want something. It's okay to aspire to have something. And the third mistake that I've seen people make over and over and over that I'm trying very hard to share with as many people as I can is I've noticed this pattern where when people want to manifest something, and this is the same mistake that I have made a big one. This is like the real big problem. that I have gone through and I'm noticing almost every one of my clients and potential clients is experiencing as well. And basically what it is, is you tell yourself that you feel like you can't have fill in the blank until you manifest fill in the blank, right? There's sort of a belief in my family that people who have something designer have to be in their mid to mid to late 40s or 50s. They have to have several children that prove that they are responsible. Um, they have to be self-made millionaires. Uh, they have to sort of check all of these boxes to be like, oh, well, you've worked hard throughout your life, so now you finally deserve to own something 
designer. You finally deserve to treat yourself in that way, right? And so because of like all of these weird rules around designer things and money and luxury things and stuff like that, I had always had this belief that I cannot buy myself a Louis Vuitton until the day I become a self-made millionaire. And so because of that, even even though I had the money, I did not turn my business into a million-dollar business yet. So I was like, well, I can't have this, right? I'm not at that stage. I'm not deserving. I'm not worthy. And because of that, there are other things I sort of associated with this feeling as well. I told myself, okay, I cannot have this, 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 and this in life until I am a millionaire. So because of that then, what ha- what ended up happening was I felt this need and almost like a desperation to become a millionaire so that I can then get to that next stage of being fully manifested and having that life that I want and sort of like getting to that next level, right? And you cannot manifest something if you feel like something else, if you feel like it's contingent upon something else, right? So one prime example I see people do is that they say, okay, I cannot have this until I win the lottery. Because the thing is, what we do is we see, oh, I have no idea how this is going to happen. It's all about the how, right? I have no idea how. I am going to manifest this. So clearly the only the only way that this is ever going to work out, the only way that this is ever going to happen is if I magically come into millions of dollars overnight, right? It's funny. I was actually just talking to someone about this like three days ago. She was telling me she feels the same way. I can't manifest a bookstore. Uh, she, wants, she wanted to manifest um, – like a business where it was like half of a bookstore and half of like a wine shop, coffee shop. And she told herself she couldn't do it until she wins the lottery. I met someone else who their dream in life is to move to Costa Rica and create like a self-sustaining community, like a commune kind of thing, right? And he told himself, this is, I have no idea how this is going to work out. So the belief that he's operating from is I cannot have this thing until I win the lottery, right? You cannot manifest something if it's contingent upon something else because then there's that desperation energy. Then you feel like you need something, right? You're not in alignment with what you want. You feel like, oh my God, I have to make this happen. And you're putting all of this pressure on something, right? But a big element in the law of attraction and manifestation is surrender. You have to align with the frequency of having something and then you have to let it go. You have to fully surrender it and allow it to come into your life, right? And you don't do that if you're like, oh my God, I need to win the lottery first. And you're feeling like any sort of anxiety about it. And then you're getting frustrated. Like, why hasn't this happened? When will it happen? Right? It's, it doesn't work that way. So I was doing that with my Louis Vuitton handbag. <laughs> I told myself, I will never be able to own this thing until I turn my business into a million dollar business. Okay. And then there were some other things 
that I was like, oh, I can't have this until I'm a millionaire and stuff like that too. So because of that, I just felt this intense pressure to make my business more successful. And then I was making it less fun for myself. And I was just shooting myself in the foot. And I see people do this all the time. And finally, this week is when everything really clicked into place for me. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I actually have the money for something. I want something. I've worked really hard. I've never spent money on myself in this way. This is something that I've wanted since I was six years old. I'm going to buy it for myself. I finally realized that it was absurd. I wanted this thing that I could afford, and yet I was associating so much baggage and so much stress, and I just wasn't letting it come to me. I wasn't letting it come into my life because I was thinking, the people that own those bags are bad people. When I saw one walk by, when I saw someone walk by with a Louis Vuitton handbag, I would feel jealousy and I would feel anger. I would feel bitterness. I'd feel triggered. I would feel disappointment in myself for not reaching a certain level in my business, right? I would then feel shame and guilt for even wanting something like that to begin with, right? And then I kept telling myself, well, I can't have it because I'm not at this stage, right? So I was the problem and I was just in this constant loop where I wanted that wealth, I wanted that material possession, and I wouldn't let it come to me. I wasn't surrendering, and I was literally just completely repelling the thing that I wanted. So now where do we go from here? You're someone that wants to manifest more money, and you've had a hard time up until this point. You want to manifest something nice for yourself, some sort of material possession or something in that realm, an indulgence, just because you can, just because it's a dream of yours, right? Where do we go from here? What do we do? The first thing that you have to do in all of this is admit to yourself what it is that you want to call in and get honest with yourself about the emotions that are coming up for you, about the emotions that are tied to that thing that you want to call in. So if you want to manifest more money and financial abundance, you have to really think about what is coming up for you when you see someone walk by and they have designer bags and they look like they are really wealthy. They have nice jewelry on, nice clothing, something like that. You have to be honest about the feelings that come up. And you have to be honest about how you view people that have those things, how you view people that have money, how you view people that spend money on those things in particular, right? You got to get really honest on what comes up and ask yourself, Am I truly in alignment with this thing that I want to call in? The second thing that you have to do is you then have to work on shifting those beliefs, right? And it's not always easy. Sometimes it takes time and it's not going to happen necessarily in a like lightning bolt moment. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it comes to people in that lightning bolt moment where this might have clicked with you today and you're like, oh my gosh, Heather, I see it now. I finally understand why I haven't been able to manifest X, Y, and Z, why I 
have basically been repelling money from myself instead of manifesting it, right? This might have clicked for you. You might have had a lightning bolt moment. It doesn't always happen like that though. A lot of times when we want to manifest more, we have to work on it over time. It's a slow process because those beliefs are stored in your subconscious mind. So it's so internalized at this point that sometimes it just takes a while to overcome that. And there's a lot of different ways that you can work on these beliefs, right? Some people prefer hypnotherapy, right? Some people prefer coaching. Some people prefer stream of consciousness journaling or affirmation work, mirror work, emotional freedom technique, right? I'm not telling you that there's just one way to do this because there's not. And I think it requires a combination, right? So I would suggest probably doing a coaching call about this if you're interested. I would suggest doing some reflection, sitting down and actually writing this out so you're not just thinking about it, but you're being very intentional. You're not distracted. You're not playing on your phone. You're not just sort of wandering around thinking about this for five minutes after the podcast episode and then forgetting, right? Sit down, dedicate some time and journal on this and reflect on, you know, what those emotions are. Why do I feel this way? How can I shift that, right? And just get into this headspace where you're willing to do that inner work. And then from there, I want you to ask yourself, like, have I been doing this? Have you made your dream contingent upon something else? Because you can't do that. You cannot say, I cannot have X until I receive Y. Those are weird little rules that we make for ourselves, and that just doesn't work. The universe does not operate that way, right? If you're telling yourself that you can't have your dream house until you win the lottery, you're not going to manifest the dream house. If you tell yourself, I can't have the Chanel bag until I'm a millionaire, until I've won the lottery, until this happens, until that happens, it's not going to work. You can't set these weird little rules for yourself, okay? That's not like a weird loophole in the law of attraction in the universe where, you know, like God and your spirit guides like sat down and wrote out a contract that said so-and-so cannot have their dream house until they check these boxes in their earthly lifetime. You know what I mean? Like those are just our man-made concepts here. It's not actually truth. That's not actually how it works. You can manifest whatever it is you want. You just have to be in alignment and you have to surrender it, right? You cannot make your dream contingent upon something else happening first. The universe knows the easiest, most harmonic way to bring you what you want. It knows the simplest way to bring what you want into your life. Like, for example, I remember years ago when I was practicing visualization, I had, you know, my three or so months where I just dedicated myself every night to two hours of visualization. I wanted all these things. I wanted a trip to Europe. I wanted to move to Florida. I wanted my dream car, which was a hardtop Jeep Wrangler, right? I wanted a cute little bohemian house in Florida and on and on and on. I wanted all of these things. And I thought, oh my gosh, the only way that this could ever happen is if I won the lottery. I truly felt that way. I wasn't trying to actively manifest winning the lottery, really. It was more about the other things, but I thought, well, that's clearly the only way it's going to happen, right? 
and I ended up getting every single thing that I wanted. I mean, at this point, I have manifested at least a million dollars worth of things that I wanted in life, and I didn't win the lottery. One day, I showed up at home, and that dream car that I wanted was sitting in the driveway. I had no idea that was going to happen. I had no idea that after having spent months trying to manifest and move to Florida, that my mom would call me and say, hey, your dad got offered a job in Florida. We're going to move. Do you want to come with us? Right? I had no idea that these things were going to happen. So you have to get over that. You have to get over that little timeline, that little checkbox that you've created in your head where you've built this rule for yourself. Like, I can't have this until this happens first, right? Because then you're pushing it away from you. You're saying, no, I don't want it. You're telling the universe through doing that. You're telling the universe, hey, I am not ready. Don't give this to me yet. You're saying no. You're saying I'm not there. I am not that person. I am not in alignment. I am not at that stage. Don't give it to me. That's what you're communicating to the universe. I can't tell you how many people have told me that they wanted something, but it wouldn't happen. They believed it could not happen until they won the lottery. So because of that, they were trying to manifest specifically winning the lottery, but it wasn't the lottery that they wanted. So they weren't even in alignment with it because they struggled with it. They didn't have the emotions in it, right? They didn't really care about winning the lottery. They cared about making their other dreams come true that they thought could only happen through that avenue, right? There are a million ways to bring you what you want in life that doesn't, it doesn't just happen through winning the lottery. And if you tell yourself, I need to win the lottery in order to have this, then the universe is like, okay, well, I can't give it to you. I have it right here. I know how I can give this thing to you, but you just can't reach it because you're not in alignment. The message that you're communicating is I am not ready. I haven't reached that stage. I am not worthy. I am not deserving. I am not there yet. I am not ready for it. I'm not ready to receive it. I can't handle it. That is the frequency that you're emitting. If you create rules, a checklist, a checkbox for yourself of things that you need to acquire or stages that you need to be at in life in order to manifest something, you are the one that is saying that you can't have something. You are the one that is not allowing the law of attraction to actually work in your favor, right? It will forever be out of reach. You have to align with the frequency of having something now. That's the way that the law of attraction works. You align with the frequency of already having something in your experience. That's why people visualize and they imagine themselves already receiving something. You're aligning with that frequency. You're pulling it in. You're saying, I'm ready for it. I want it. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can touch it. I can smell it. All of those things, right? But if you want something and you visualize it, but you tell yourself, oh, I can't have this until this happens, then you won't have it. You're not aligned with the frequency of having it. You're aligned with the frequency of not having it. And that was my story. That's why I couldn't get the designer bag. 
I couldn't bring it into my reality because I told myself I can't have it until I've reached all of these different stages and checked these boxes that I've been programmed to believe have to be checked in order to be worthy of luxury. And another little lesson that I want to share, and I know this is slightly off topic here, but one thing that I do want to say is that Yes, the law of attraction works in very mysterious ways, and there are times when you will manifest something literally out of nowhere, and you will say, oh my God, I could have never predicted how that happened, right? This happened to me. I was very focused on manifesting a trip to Costa Rica. I had no idea that someone would gift me a trip to Costa Rica out of nowhere, right? I wanted that hardtop Jeep Wrangler. I had no idea it was going to be gifted to me. There are things that will show up in your life out of nowhere. But sometimes it does actually require you to take action. Something that we tend to forget about the law of attraction sometimes is that you do actually have to take action. (laughs) And that's one thing that I realized is like now I'm an adult Now I'm a business owner. Now I am in control of my own expenses and I have income and stuff like that. So now I am responsible. I'm at that point in my life where I'm responsible for buying things for myself, right? Whereas when I was younger, because I was so much younger and because I didn't have that income, I think that's why so many things were gifted to me and came to me completely out of nowhere, Because that was the easiest, most harmonic way to bring that into my experience, right? That is how it was able to reach me. That's what made the most sense. So a new little lesson that I learned in this experience that I was reminded of is sometimes you have to take action for that manifestation to actually happen, right? I actually had to go into the store and buy the bag. I had to go get it. I had to take action. It wasn't just going to magically appear right in front of me. I had the money and I had to go get it, right? So there's going to be times too when you also have to decide like, can I go get this for myself? Am I the one that's holding myself back? Am I self-sabotaging right now? Am I really not letting myself have it? Because that was a big lesson for me this past week. I was just not letting myself have the things that I wanted to manifest for all these different reasons. Kind of reminds me of, it's Halloween right now. (laughs) Um, It kind of reminds me of that quote on Halloween Town, Grandma Aggie, if you're familiar with that movie. I remember there's this part of the movie where she says, magic is really very simple. You just have to want something and then let yourself have it. And that's really how manifestation works. You have to want something and you have to actually let yourself have it. And this also kind of reminds me a little bit of that story that I talked about on the podcast before. If you've listened to my previous episodes and one of them, I talked about how there's a quote from Eat, Pray, Love that I really, really love. It was in the movie. I believe it was in the book. And it's a story about this man that goes in front of the statue of a saint and he prays every day, please, please, please let me win the lottery. 
every morning he would wake up and he would cry and beg and pray to the saint. And finally, the exasperated statue came to life one day and said, please, please, please buy a ticket. I love that story and I got chills just sharing it right now. So I want you to be honest with yourself. Like, how are you telling the universe that you're not ready? What is that weird little checkbox, (laughs) that weird little rule that you've created for yourself that you think the universe is somehow randomly inflicting on your life before you can actually create the life that you want? And I'm willing to bet if you're newer to the law of attraction, there's probably a lot of these things. There probably is. The more experienced you get in the law of attraction, you don't have so much of that. You don't have these weird little things going on as frequently because the law of attraction is so simple. It's so fucking simple. You know what the law of attraction is? It's just like energy attracts like energy. You put out a thought around something You put out the heightened emotion around it, right? You align yourself with that frequency and it gets attracted to you. It is literally as simple as that. We are the ones that are so fucking complicated. (laughs) Oh, we're so crazy. We're so complicated. We make it so ridiculous for ourselves. It's like we try to do everything to make sure it doesn't happen. We have all these limiting beliefs. We create all these rules for ourselves of how we have to operate and what we have to do and what we should and shouldn't do in life. And then on top of that, like people try to practice the law of attraction and they think that there's a right way to use the law of attraction. It's a universal law, just like the law of gravity. So the universe did not sit down and write out a rule book like, okay, the law of attraction can only work if people get out a bullet journal and write down the thing that they want 333 times in a day. People can only manifest what they want if they write down 10 things that they're grateful for every day. Okay, there's a rule where you can only manifest if you visualize in this particular way. That's not true. The law of attraction is so straightforward, it's so simple, and there are a million ways to do it. But if you bring this baggage into the things that you want, you're making it hard for yourself. You're literally just repelling what it is that you want. When you're trying so hard to pull it towards you, You are literally communicating to the universe through all of these different things that you don't want it, you're not ready for it, you can't have it, right? So we have to overcome that. We got to recognize that the law of attraction is so easy, it's so simple, and as long as we can work through these blocks that we have, right, bring it back, ground ourselves, make it a little bit more simple, We're going to manifest the things that we want. So anyways, I think that's all I have to say. Those are the problems that people typically encounter when it comes to manifesting wealth, financial wealth, material possessions, and things like that. We think that those things are bad and evil. There's something wrong with them. We have an aversion to people who are rich. We see it as being 
you know, see them as being materialistic and shallow and all this stuff. We have all these negative emotions associated with it. A lot of times we feel guilt and shame for wanting something that we do. We feel like it's wrong to want something. And lastly, you feel like, oh, well, I can't have that until this happens or it has to happen in this way. So we get so stuck on the how and trying to force it to happen in a particular way because we want control that then it doesn't happen. And those are the few things that we have to do to move forward, right? So I talked about we have to get honest about the emotions that are coming up around these specific dreams that we have, around that specific income goal, around that lottery winning, around that material possession that you really want to buy yourself, right? You got to get honest about those emotions that are coming up. You have to work through those beliefs in a way that works for you, right? If you want to work with me, you can hop in and just do like an a la carte um, coaching session and stuff like that. And we can talk about this. You can also hop into a coaching container. Um, and I also offer Reiki. And I have actually personally noticed that it is much easier. This is really interesting. I should probably talk about this in the podcast in the future, but it's actually a lot easier to manifest if you get Reiki done, like a lot easier, a lot easier. <laughs> And the reason being is because we store our traumas and our limiting beliefs and all of this garbage that I'm talking about right now, like, oh, having money is evil, right? That is a belief that is stored in the cells of our body. It literally just gets stuck. It is internalized in our mind, in our body, in our emotional body, right? All of that stuff gets trapped in us. So if you get Reiki done, it actually clears that out so you are able to manifest more because you're letting go of that baggage. It's a great way to let go of limiting beliefs. It is a great way to let go of self-sabotage. It is a great way to let go of that trauma associated with a relationship. If you have bitterness towards something, it's a great way to help you forgive. Reiki is not a one-time fix. Let's just throw that out there. Just like anything, it's something that you have to do like semi-regularly, just like how you can't get your dream body if you go to the gym once, right? Just like how you can't manifest a million dollars if you visualize one time for five minutes. <laughs> That's not how it works. But if you get Reiki done at least semi-regularly, it can help you so much for manifestation. So you can always get Reiki done with me if you want. And my coaching programs, I actually incorporate Reiki as well now. I used to have those separate. So my private clients would have to book Reiki separately. I don't do that anymore. Reiki is now just a part of my coaching program. And so are so is working with essential oils. So if you hop into my coaching program, I actually create an essential oil protocol for you where we talk about, you know, what issues are coming up for you? What are some of the blocks you're experiencing? What are some of your challenges? And then I basically prescribe you certain doTERRA oils to help you overcome that. So my coaching program is not just coaching. It's not just talking about manifestation. I also infuse a little bit of that holistic healing with the essential oils and Reiki as well. So that is always something that you can do if you're interested. And if you don't feel called to work with me right now, that's okay. 
I'm not saying you have to work with me. (laughs) There are other things that you can do too. If a certain healer is really speaking to you and you really want to work with somebody, you really want to try out hypnotherapy, you really want to try out emotional freedom technique, go for it. Follow that feeling, follow that nudge inside of you. If you are really feeling called towards something, that's a step in the law of attraction, right? That a lot of times is your highest self communicating with you and telling you, hey, do this thing. That gut feeling that you have to explore something, follow that. If you have a gut feeling to receive Reiki or to work with someone in particular, follow that. It's going to help you. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Make sure to share it on social media. That would mean so much to me if you can share it on Instagram stories. Please leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast episode. And lastly, if you go to my website, heatherione.com, Ione is spelled I-O-N-E. I have a free a new, I'm super excited about it, a new free 20-minute visualization meditation available. So this meditation is all about manifestation and visualizing, helping you to connect with the feelings of what you are wanting to pull into your life and also helping to raise your energetic vibration and create more clarity and detail in your visualization. So That's 20 minutes long. It's free. It's available on my website. If you go to my homepage, you'll see buttons for it. And I do also have an extended visualization meditation if you want to try that out. That's available on the shop page of my website. I believe it's 45 minutes long. And that actually walks you through the entire eight-step visualization practice that I used to manifest multiple six figures, my dream home, my soulmate, my puppy, my business, clients, all of the things that I have in life, the dream travel that I always wanted to do. That is the exact meditative process, the exact visualization process that I use to manifest literally everything in my life. So that is 45 minutes long. It's available on my website on the shop page if you're interested in that as well. And Anyways, that's it. Thank you so, so, so much for listening today, and I will talk to you in the next podcast episode.